Well, this is something that is done in some other countries, so could it work here? Talking about Canada Post employees also checking in on people when delivering the mail or packages, checking in to see if people, particularly elderly people, seniors, are doing okay. And that is the focus of a new report, and it comes from the Aging in the Right Place. It's the research series, and again, taking a look at what role Canada Post employees might play. Well, Dr. Samir Sin- is the Director of Health Policy Research at the National Institute on Aging and joins us on the line now to talk a little bit more about this. Dr. Sinha, thank you so much for being with us. Thanks for having me, Jill. Uh, This is an interesting concept. Can you talk a little bit more about what this actually looked at and kind of expanding that role for Canada Post workers? Yeah, so this is actually, it's an interesting concept, but it's not a novel concept because the France, uh, uh, the government of France and uh, and Japan, their postal services actually initiated these services across their country over a decade ago. And it's a novel idea to say, we've got postal workers who are visiting the, the, you know, the front doors of millions of Canadians every single day. And this is an opportunity to find another way, a new way to create revenue by creating a service where if people are interested uh, to support their moms or dads, for example, or themselves, uh, they can actually pay for a postal worker to come in and do a friendly check-in and just to ask a few questions to make sure that you're doing okay and to connect uh, and maybe you know send a note um, to your loved ones in case you might need uh, to relay a message to them. So it's a pretty simple concept, but it's one that these services have found very popular, especially as more and more of us are aging and might be aging on our own and feeling um, a bit vulnerable about doing that. And you kind of answered this, but that was my question, how much the employees would be doing. And so it's not as though they're taking over the role of some kind of a healthcare worker, but that, that check-in to make sure everything's okay. Yeah, and so a lot of postal workers are already kind of doing this in a very informal way, for example. They they have their route, for example, they 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 know some people along it and and uh and they you know, they might identify people who might have a challenge or that, but they don't have a formal role. So we're not talking about making postal workers uh community nurses or social workers. Um the program in Jersey in the UK, for example, it's a five minute visit. It's very structured. Um and they simply ask you five questions every time. And they already know when you enroll, if you have a, per- a personal contact, you might have a, a daughter in another province or, or a son who's overseas, that if, you know, you're, you're not doing well or you're having a concern, you know, you can say, yeah, can you please send this note over to my loved ones so that they know what's going on or, or that I'm having this concern. So these sorts of things are, are it's pretty straightforward. Um, and again, it's something that it's not something for everybody, but a lot of people have found that it gives them that peace of mind, especially when they might be living on their own and feeling a bit vulnerable about doing so. And I would imagine the report also looked at kind of the different areas in that a lot of times in in urban areas, those individual mailboxes have been replaced with community mailboxes. uh, So that probably wouldn't work. Or or would it be, would there be uh, dealing with that or, or trying to find another way for Canada Post workers then to do those visits? Yeah, so when the community mailbox system started to come in across Canada, there was a lot of outcry because people were saying, hey, that works well if you're young and mobile and, and you can easily get to them. But what happens if you're homebound? What happens if you, if you can't physically actually get to the mailbox? How do you get your mail? 
So currently, as I understand, you can make a provision or request that Canada Post will fulfill. Well, they'll come to your door. They'll send the postal worker to your door to deliver the mail. Um, And so, again, it's for these sorts of folks, for example, who may need that level of service. They might want an extra service, for example, that allows for a a friendly check-in, a five-minute, hey, how you doing? Um, and, uh, you know, anything I need to know and anything I need to, uh, to help you with, or let's just have a chat about the weather today. <laughs> and have you had any response from Canada Post on uh, their thoughts on whether or not this could work? So Canada Post uh, doesn't want to really talk too much to us for some reason. We've been trying to communicate with them for the last uh, uh, six months as we've been writing this report. But the Canadian Union of Postal Workers, they actually are very excited about this. uh, They've told us that they think it's a great idea. They think it's a great way to leverage, you know, their hardworking postal workers um, in a different way that actually gives them um, yet another way to serve Canadians in a good way. So they're enthusiastic and actually Again, this idea is not a novel one. There was a federal review about the viability of Canada Post that actually suggested this a few years ago as, as an example of one extra service that Canada Post could potentially offer, you know, by utilizing already its fleet of vehicles and its, and its, and its workforce um, to do something different that could possibly, again, generate a significant uh, new source of revenue. It's, it's very interesting, a very interesting idea. And we only have about a minute left. But is the goal then that more people would be able to stay home and, and, and age in their homes for longer, given that they had someone checking on them? That's exactly it. It's as simple as that, that we know that as we're more likely to outlive our family and friends and that within a decade, one in four of us is going to be an older adult. We know that there's going to be fewer family and friends available to provide um, all the care and the support and the check-ins we need. So this is just yet another way in which we can use an existing resource, leverage it a little bit differently to give more people peace of mind and confidence to age in place. It's, uh, again, very uh, interesting, and I'm uh, very interested to see where it goes from here. Dr. Sinha, though, we'll have to leave it there for today. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks for having me, Jill.